Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Every time a story like this bubbles up, I feel like more people join me in saying, how does something like this happen? And I want to go out to L.A. for this story, and some of you in the L.A. area may have already heard about it. I wrote about it yesterday, and it involves a kicker of all things in college football. It's a guy by the name of Matt Bormeister, I believe, the former USC kicker. He's the one who made the field goal to win if I or put it into overtime or whatever he did, I think to win the game, right, in the Rose Bowl against Penn State. It's where most of you would have seen him. And he's been kicked out of USC. He's not allowed to play for USC this fall. And the reason is pretty crazy. It's because of Title IX. Now, Title IX has a lot of different applications. One most, I would say, basic in terms of how it impacts sports fans is it requires that scholarships be evenly distributed based on the population of the undergraduate student body. In other words, if a student body is 50% male and 50% female, it requires that women receive the same number of athletic scholarships as men. Well, how does this end up occurring in a way that women's athletics is massively benefited? Well, the easy answer is because of college football, right? College football takes up 85 scholarships, so 85 full scholarships. So women's athletics, because they don't have football, gets to balance out the 85 male athletic scholarships with tons of scholarships for other female athletes, 
that frankly wouldn't ever be justified based on the interest in those women's sports. So as a result, there are lots of women getting scholarships because of the popularity of football and men's basketball. And that's a well-intentioned goal that I don't think has any real major downside, right? It's not a market-based solution, but it is an equitable one. Okay, so that's the biggest interpretation of Title IX. One that has become increasingly more and more commonly impactful in Title IX is this, and I think it's totally broken, and I think it's wrong, and I think reasonable people need to rise up and end it. And that is that colleges in the last several years have gotten in the business of conducting sexual assault investigations. Now, this is a crazy concept that expanded the overall power and responsibility in recent years of colleges with a noble goal in mind. And that noble goal in mind was that they wanted to limit sexual assault on campus and treat it in a serious manner. And I think everybody out there listening right now would agree that if you commit a crime on campus, like sexual assault, that there should be significant consequences. The police should investigate. If you are charged with a crime, you should be kicked out of school. The police are not perfect, i.e., look at the Duke lacrosse case when it comes to sexual assault investigations, but they are skilled in conducting these investigations, and they have been doing it for years and years and years. They have the procedural safeguards in place. They know exactly what to do when it comes to an allegation of sexual assault, how to conduct an investigation. Colleges are underprepared, are woefully inadequate, and lack the procedural safeguards to provide their own investigations into sexual assault, yet they are doing them anyway. Think about this if you were fortunate enough to go to college, or maybe you're in college right now. Does anyone out there think that campus police should conduct investigations into robberies, kidnappings, or school murders? Is there anybody out there who would say, you know what, I feel pretty good about campus authorities trying to find my son or daughter if they disappear from campus? Just about everybody out there would say, my God, I want campus authorities to handle things like writing parking tickets, pulling people over for speeding, making sure if parties are too loud that they give out noise citations. If we're going to have an investigation on campus, I want it to be an investigation into like whether or not a fraternity cheated and had the co- a copy of a chemistry final before it actually went out, whether somebody did or did not steal language from Wikipedia into their paper. All of these things are, are, are is- issues and incidents that colleges are equipped to deal with. You know what they're not equipped to deal with? Sexual assault investigations. Yet that is happening on a regular basis because Title IX has been interpreted to require colleges to conduct their own sexual assault investigations. Now, as if that weren't complicated enough, when you are charged with a crime, it is necessary that you be guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. We do that because we believe that a 1,000 guilty people should go free rather than one innocent man or woman be convicted. That's the philosophy in place here. The standard is high to prove 
that somebody committed a crime of this nature. The problem also with these Title IX investigations is they aren't using a criminal standard in order to determine whether you are guilty or innocent of this infraction. They use the same standard that exists in the criminal law, that is, are you 50% plus a scintilla, a tiny little smidge over 50% responsible? If you are, then you are publicly ridiculed, shamed, kicked out of school, and branded a rapist for the rest of your life. All potentially in a kangaroo court with sham evidence presented in front of people who have no historical basis or ability to conduct sexual assault investigations. That's the background. People are afraid to rip Title IX because they're afraid that they're going to be told, oh, you think rape is okay. No, 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 no. That's not true. Everybody with a reasonable brain, just like people say, oh, murder's bad, robbery's bad, kidnapping's bad, knows that rape is bad, right? The position here is that colleges shouldn't be in the, in the business of conducting their own rape investigations, just like they shouldn't be in the business of conducting their own robbery or kidnapping or murder investigations. It's a serious crime that deserves a serious examination by authorities who understand criminal procedure and the protections for both accused and accuser in our justice system today. Okay, all of that is background for what I think is an insane story that is playing out right now at the University of Southern California out in L.A. Let me read from an L.A. Times story that I read yesterday and I was blown away by. This is an L.A. Times story. A Title IX investigation began at USC after a neighbor witnessed this kicker. It's the kicker who made the field goal against Penn State. Bormeister, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And his girlfriend, Zoe Katz, what she says, roughhousing. They were messing around, horse playing outside of their apartment. A neighbor looked out, saw this, told his roommate, who then told a coach in USC's athletic department that this kicker was abusing his girlfriend. The coach then reported the incident to the Title IX office as he was required, he or she was required to do. All right, I want to begin with you here. This investigation began based on a neighbor telling a roommate who told a coach that a kicker was abusing his girlfriend. That was based on somebody looking out a window or whatever they were doing and seeing this couple, what they're saying was roughhousing, horsing around, playing around in the front yard. Kat said, this girl, said she was summoned, she's also a USC student, to a mandatory meeting with Title IX officials where she told investigators the two were playing around. She was subsequently told, and I'm reading from the LA Times, that, quote, she must be afraid of Matt. She told officials she was not. There was no arrest, no charge that ever happened with a crime here. She says, this girlfriend, when I told the truth about Matt in repeated interrogations, she was interrogated here, I was stereotyped 
told that I must be a battered woman, and that made me feel demeaned and absurdly profiled. She says, I understand domestic violence is a terrible problem, but in no way does that apply to Matt and me. She said in a, in a, in a letter that she's never been abused, assaulted, or otherwise mistreated by her boyfriend. She said the Title IX office on USC's campus made her feel, quote, misled, harassed, threatened, and discriminated against, and caused her to hire her own attorney. The Title IX office's response was dismissive and demeaning. She said she's coming forward now to clear her boyfriend's name and lobby for a change in the Title IX office's investigative procedures. Matt Bormeister did nothing improper against me ever, his girlfriend said. I would not stand for it, nor will I stand for watching him be maligned and lied about. USC has declined comment, citing the fact that this is an internal investigation and that student records are private and don't allow them to be released. This kicker has been kicked out of USC. He is not on their roster for the start of football season. I think this story, based on what we know here, based on what the girlfriend is saying, and based on this story that has been told, is a flagrant miscarriage of justice that has become all too indicative of what happens on college campuses when Title IX investigations take place. If you are a male and you are accused of anything by anyone of sexual impropriety, you are presumed guilty, and it's time for this to stop. We have a justice system in this country which is not perfect, but which knows how to treat and examine sexual assault allegations. If you commit a rape, you should go to jail. You should not be investigated by a kangaroo court on a campus and kicked out of school and publicly branded a rapist when there is zero evidence that you have done anything wrong at all. Or, for that matter, as Matt Bormeister has been, a domestic abuser, despite the fact that, did you hear this again, what the witness was in this situation? A witness told his roommate, who then told a USC coach, that's how this investigation began. It's like 1984 on college campuses right now. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I think this is a major issue. Again, I'm betting that this show is the only one nationwide that you're going to hear talking about this. I read this story. I was upset by it. I think it's unacceptable, and it's time for people with audiences like me to push back on the way that Title IX is being interpreted on campuses. There are thousands right now of Matt Bormeisters all over the country being treated just like this. Some of you may even call in and have had familiarity with cases such as these. I want to discuss it. I want to help to become part of the change in stories such as these. There are thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands, of young men and occasionally young women on college campuses everywhere that are being mistreated based on the way Title IX is being applied. 877-996-6369 is the phone number. 877-996-6369. I'm Clay Travis. You're listening to Outkick the Coverage. And this Title IX situation is a total farce that needs to be remedied on college campuses all over our nation in all 50 states and in every territory. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports.
Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. You guys knew we do a little segment called the Animal Thunderdome. I'm not a snake guy. I, in fact, hate snakes. Just genuinely detest them. I would not. I would be fine if there were no snakes on Earth. I don't know what that would mean to the rest of the world. I don't know what populations of, of animals would surge. I'd be fine if we just eliminated all snakes. And that's even more the case when I hear audio like the thing we're about to play you. An Ohio woman got bitten by her pet snake on the face. This is 100% real. It happened on Thursday. This might be the most terrifying animal thunderdome of them all. This is a legitimate 911 call in Ohio. Here we go. Listen to this, and then we will react. Shuffles, please. 911, call over to 534 Meadow Lane, Court for Mail, who's sick? Ma'am, 
breathing or yes, swallowing? Yes, I'm on the ground. Okay, are you I'm having on the ground. Okay, are you having difficulty breathing, ma'am? No, I'm just scared. Okay, and if, do you know if the snake is poisonous? No, it's not poisonous. It's not poisonous. Okay, and are what? you are you outside or out front? Oh God, hurry, please. Ma'am, the ambulance and the police are coming. Are you outside or out front? Oh, outside, up front. You're out in the front. Yes. I don't want you to move, ma'am, okay? Is I can't. It, okay. Oh. Is the snake wrapped around you, or does it just have a hold of your He's nose? He's around my leg, and my stomach has got my nose. He's around your waist, and he has your nose? Oh. Oh. And you're right there by the intersection of Howell Street. I am, I am. Okay. You're right there by Howell Street, across the street from Howell Street on Lake Road. 
I don't know. I hate snakes. Like, I don't even like talking about it. The audio is just horrifying. Can you imagine, like, she was in the driveway, first of all, and, like, the police say that when they got there at 2.30, she had already been taken away, and all that was left was a glass cage that was broken and a bunch of blood. Like, can you imagine, like, being a kid on a tricycle, like, <laughs> driving in the suburbs or just riding around in the suburbs on a sidewalk? You look over the right, and there's a five-foot boa constrictor wrapped around some woman's face from the waist up. And I thought the 911 operator did a pretty solid job. She had to kind of collect herself at first gotta, to figure out what say, was going on, and then she I've did never, okay. I've never heard a 911 operator and thought, I like this person. Every time somebody calls 911, the 911 operator is all, I'm trying to use a word that I can use, is always a jerk. It's always like, there's always something awful happening, and the 911 operator is always like, they don't believe that your address is real, or they don't believe that, you know, like, they're always like, what's the cross street? I can't, I live in a house. Right, I'm. In, I, I live in my house. I can barely tell you what the cross street is of my house. I've I've only called nine one one. I don't even know if I've ever called nine one one. But there's always an obsession with what the cross street is, and I'm like, I don't know what the freaking cross street is. I'm giving you an address right now. Shouldn't you be able to figure that out yourself, as opposed to me having to do it? I don't get that. But let, let's let's reconnect here on on the snake lady. First of all, she's okay, right? She survived. I, we, I don't know if we could play that if the snake had killed her, but I thought there at the end for a minute that the snake might have eaten her because she went silent for a long time. That's because she couldn't hear. You heard the 911 operator say, can you hear me? And trying yeah. to get questions. It's like, no, there's a boa wrapped around <laughs> my face. How am I supposed What's the to hear snake? you? All right, let's think about the snake's play here. The snake bites the lady. What's he expecting to happen? Like, how long is he going to keep holding on to her nose? Did he think the nose was a mouse? I, I would like to get in. Like I, I would like to know what the snake's thought process was here when he struck the snake lady, because it's not like he's a venomous snake. I mean, he's a boa constrictor. Boa constrictor bites the nose of snake lady. What's his end game here? Like, if you're inside the snake's mind, we know snake lady's not happy. But what is boa constrictor thinking is going to happen here? Is he thinking that he's going to engulf her whole head? Is he thinking like if he bites her nose long enough, she's uh, going to die? Like, what is the snake? What is the snake's game plan here? Yeah, it's it's got to be. What system is he running? Offense, defense? Like, what's <laughs> what, 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 is this a spread? Is this a spread snake offense? Like, what's his? What is his game plan? I just I can't get inside the snake's head. And we need like Harry Potter to come in and speak some smart parcel tongue for us here. I don't know exactly what's going on here it's gotta just, be it's gotta be a trial bite right like a tri- but a trial bite you would let go right like he's not no, letting go no I, I maybe maybe he's hoping he could put her down and then really go to work she's down that's what i'm saying like i don't know what his like remember that guy who got eaten by the snake our guy akbar i remember that guy's name akbar oh. in, in uh in indonesia he got eaten by a boa constrictor i mean that's a rough spot for akbar uh, and by the way, if you think you're having a rough Tuesday morning, it could be worse. You could be laying in your front yard with a snake biting in your head while you call 911. So things could always be worse. I don't know what the snake's game plan is here. And I love that she's like, oh, the other snakes are fine. How many snakes do you have? 11. Like, how many mice and animals and everything else does this woman have to buy in a weekly basis to feed all those snakes? And how terrifying would it be? Like, this... This woman's 45 years old. Is she married? Couldn't if be, you right? Were, I mean, can you think of a more terrifying thing to find out? Like, if you're on Bumble, right? 
J-Mart. Yeah. If you met this woman on Bumble and you went to her house and you Done. went in and you saw that she had 11 snake tanks. I mean, I, I, I there's very few things I can think of where I walk into a house and, like, I just turn around and walk right back out. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now that if I was on a date and she was like, yeah, come meet me at the house, and I walked in the house and I saw 11 snakes, I don't care how hot the girl was, I would walk in and I would just immediately turn around and just walk back out, and I wouldn't stop until I got in my car, and I would pretend that had never happened before. I would delete the app afterwards also. I might delete I could the app, too. be done completely. I, I don't know how you – like, the tender. I have 11 snakes. I walk in there. I don't care how hot the girl is. Uh, Danny G and Robert, would you date a girl no matter how hot she was if she owned 11 snakes? Come on, Clay. D-Bap. No. Yes. Robert, I'd be a total no, pussy yes. willow. You're, you're total I'm a total liar. pussy willow here. I don't as, care how hot the girl was. As long as she had a two-bedroom. If, if it was I'm a two-bedroom apartment and the snakes could be in their own no, room. No. No. They always get out. Yeah, Everybody always out. says. Well, so they're going to unlock the door, the door and get outside? No. 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 You saw that cobra get in that door. We took we that cobra that video like a month up. and a half ago. Every time people say, oh, I take care of my snakes. Everybody who's ever owned a snake, the snake has gotten out of the tank at some point. It always happens. Every single snake owner. There's never been a snake owner going all the way back to Adam and Eve in the history of mankind. They had a snake. It got away. Like, you can't keep a snake in a cage. So, I would never sleep comfortably. I wake up every now and then convinced there's snakes in my bed. Like, I, I swear to God, like, I will wake up, like, at least two or three times a year convinced there are snakes in my bed. And that's without there being any snakes in the house at all. If I had a snake in the house and I was sleeping in a snake, with, I, I would never sleep. I don't think I, I don't sleep much now. I wouldn't sleep if this happened. Open phone lines, 877-996-6369. Is it wrong of me to blame the victim here? I think if you have 11 snakes, you have to assume that you're going to get bit. Also, what was the snake's game plan? We didn't do a good job. What system is he running here? What's he hoping to have? What's the ideal outcome for the snake? Ideal outcome for the snake, obviously not including EMS showing up and chopping his head off. By the way, really good work by the EMS there because in order to cut the snake's head off, like that's a knife that has to be pretty sharp. You're then close to the lady's throat. Like, if you slip, you can stab her to death. I mean, I'm laughing because it's such an absurd situation, but you got to be pretty good with that knife to cut this snake's head off. Clay, I don't we, think I could have done it. We I would have totally choked trying to cut that snake's head off. We weren't that far off, Clay. On Pet MD, it says researchers have found out that boa snakes try to stop the flow of blood inside their prey. They clamp down, waiting for the flow of blood to stop. That's so he was terrifying. just going to stay there forever? That, it would have done what he had to do. How, he how, was in there for the long haul. This was a fourth quarter. So he was not going how, away. How long would you have to hold on to a nose to stop the flow of blood in the nose? Like, she would have to die, right? Is the snake just all in? He was playing possession football, Clay. He didn't have a strong <laughs> offense, so he was trying ball control. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.